Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Blackman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. It's really, really not that good. It is time once again for another serendipitous episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. This is episode number, uh, Mark, do you have any idea what number this is? Uh, I think 182. All right, we'll go with that. Number 182, this is the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here in beautiful Sherrard, Illinois, 1600 Buckslayer Place. The Bucketorium is where we're at. Mm -hmm. In the studio today, the aforementioned Mark. Hey, 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 how's it going? What's up? You went the other way around the table. Go ahead. Keep going. Oh, yeah. Threw me for a loop. Doug Schmidt. How's it going, fellers? Holy. Eric Common. Howdy. Samantha Geyer. Hi. She, she's not on a mic. She's I know, here but, she, but she's in here. On the, I didn't say she was on this. Right. Show. And okay. Kurt Geyer. Hey. What's up? Uh, you know, the usual. Man, we're uh, we're kind of having a wild uh, start to the podcast. We were getting ready to go, and um, I had to use a bathroom break, and I look outside, and I go, uh, hey, I think there's a house on fire here in Girard, and sure enough, there was. Yeah, hopefully yeah. everyone's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, That's something you... It's you, a bad situation. Yeah, especially as close to the holidays and things going on. Um, you know, we, uh, we hope everyone's all right. Hopefully no one was home. You know, it's a total loss, but hey, if everybody's uh, still alive and well, man, that's awesome. You don't uh, know it's a total loss, but yeah. it looked like it. It, it wasn't not, looking good. Not good. As no. long as everyone's all right, that's all that matters. Well, 
You got a vet shout out? Let's cut right in. I do have a vet shout out, and um, the vet shout out this week is going to Jake, and I am going to butcher his last name, and I really, really apologize. It is Jake Ansbach. He's a Marine, uh, he, former, I think he's still current Marine Corps. He's a brother of Doug, I'm assuming last name, uh, one of the guys from that uh, Buckeye Bone crew. We just want to say, Jake, thank you for your service to this country. We appreciate it. Thank you, sir. And, um, you know, we we love our vets. Um, we always want to look out for them. Uh, a vet we did shout out last, uh, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, uh, Robert Kalusty, Um His father just passed away, uh, I believe, today. He was uh, fighting a battle with cancer. And, man, you know, our, uh, our hearts go out to you. Um, not to keep this all depressing, but, uh, Robert, hey, man, uh, we're sorry to hear for that loss. You know, um, I guess it just it kind of touches us because we I was talking to him a little bit. Great guy. Um, I guess his dad's chasing the big ones in heaven. So uh, hopefully he knocks down a booner his first day in heaven and is like, hey, cool. I got to, I got millions and millions and unlimited acres to hunt the biggest whitetails <laughs> ever in the in the great beyond. So, um, you know, Robert, sorry for your loss. Thank you for your service, man. We appreciate it. And Jake, we do as well. So. All right. Awesome. Good shout out, uh, Steve. Let's uh let's bring something more positive back into the uh, podcast. <laughs> That's here. right. What I want to do, I want to, I, I want to get to this episode. So this episode is brought to you by Sin Crusher, HHA Sports, Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing, and of course Elite Archery. Yes. Um, super thankful for our sponsors. Normally, any other episode we go right through them, but this is a special. Um, Double kill episode, if you will. This is this is a back to back day kill. Damn. So, but we just want to say we couldn't do the podcast without them. They help us um, in more ways than they even know. We appreciate the heck out of them, and we hope you guys uh, have learned to appreciate our sponsors um, for their products the way we have, and the, the people behind the company. So, if you haven't checked them all out, um, definitely worth it. They wouldn't be our sponsors if we didn't believe in. Uh, what they have and what they what they put out and what they stand for. So yep. And if you want to support the working class bow hunter crew, other than listening, leaving ratings on iTunes, we've got an awesome hat coming out. That's the gonna, kill cap. The kill cap that's going to yep. tie in. It's a uh, killer it's a, cap. It's a Richardson. It's a camo hat. It just went live on Facebook earlier today. We're, we're doing a pre sale for these. Dude, they look dope. These are pre-ordered limited editions. So yeah, so if you, you want wanna, one, get one now. You better get your hands on it right now. And so everyone knows we have to order our own hats too. <laughs> yeah, we don't have them here. <laughs> we don't have them. I don't even have a hoodie yet. I, I, we buy our own stuff. We're yep. working class. We gotta, we gotta keep this rolling. So. I think the first person to own a hoodie lives on the East Coast somewhere. Is that Matt Lamonica who got one, or is that uh, Kevin Dye? Is one of those guys? One over of those. There. One yeah, of them was the first, I think. And I was like. That guy's got a hoodie before me. But. Yeah. Also, um, cutting into, uh, we are doing a giveaway on Facebook and Instagram. You go yes. to our page, uh, follow us, share it up, and it's a picture of Mark's buck and Eric's buck from this last weekend, and guess the total inches of the two of them. And we're giving away an Ozone Go, Scent Crusher hat, a uh, working class bow hunter stocking cap, an HHA camo hat, and a sticker pack, a working class bow hunter sticker pack. Yep. So test yourself. Let's see what you got. Exactly. Dude, we're, we're trying to hustle it out for you. We are the work, working class bow hunter crews taking a little road trip tomorrow. Well, it depends on when you listen to this. So if uh, if you're listening to it, like hopefully two the weeks next from now, then, then, then stay tuned. <laughs> um, we're going to go uh, hook up with our buddies Chip and Jack Vaccara. Uh, Chip City. <laughs> and, uh, Chip, Chip and Jack Vaccara. Yeah. Chip and Jack. <laughs> Newlyweds. <laughs> <laughs> We will be in Illinois, so it's good to go for them. But we'll be podcasting at the uh, 
the five seasons stronghold. I believe it's with the five seasons compound, wherever they're at. Yep, we're going there tomorrow. Well, I don't know when that episode will be aired. Hopefully uh, soon. So check for it. I literally have no idea where we're going. Also coming up uh, next couple weeks, we got some giveaways coming from WinPro. Um, so keep an eye out for that. That's going to be a podcast-only giveaway. You actually have to listen to our show <laughs> to get the giveaway. And I think we're going to do that, too. We're going to announce the winner for your guys' um, buck scores for the score. on the show. Yep. That way that's a good idea. you have to tune into the show, and we'll give it like three or four days unclaimed. And then, so we can't just boom, tag them on Facebook, and then they automatically know? Well, yeah, we're going to listen to the episode, and if you don't, you don't. I mean, that's we're a podcast <laughs> first, social media second. Yep. So... Um, all that's coming up. We got a lot going on, but let's get into it. So I, I don't want to ruin the momentum, but dude, we are killing it right now. Oh, there it goes. Austin Chandler just killed the buck. If you listen to the last episode, mm-hmm. Austin talked about this buck he was trying to kill. I get a text last night with him sitting behind this big old buck. Um, that picture's on our Facebook and Instagram as the well. The luck of the podcast. Congratulations to him, by the way. He deserves it. This has been a really kick-ass out. season for everybody involved and everybody that we know, man. It's been... It's been wild, and that's going to get into uh, we'll get into it a little bit with a uh, Mark. Well, we got to say the Whitetail Experience boys too. They yes. just put them down too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Byron uh, El Diablo Dave. did, and Byron. Those dudes hustle out public. David land. did. It was David and and, and Byron. Yep. Oh, El yeah. Diablo, he killed a big buck in public like two weeks ago. Big yeah, he did. Yeah, and they. Um, oh, what is that? Oh, you guys hear that? Yeah. That is the luck of the podcast rumbling right now. <laughs> yeah. I hear it. We've got so hot right now. something outside with the house fire or something. Maybe. Oh, yeah, it's probably a fire truck, but you hear that hum? If you don't hear that hum, sorry, but we're hearing it. That means the ground's shaking. Everybody listening is getting ready to go kill some big bucks late season. We might actually try to figure out what that is. All right, one second. We'll be right back. Give us. Okay, we got it figured out. Steve, what I want to talk about, everyone yes. else is killing. What, we just talked about the boys from Whitetail Experience. Got it? Mm-hmm. What's up, man? I'm... I'm thinking that myself, man. I uh, right when everybody was saying, "Hey, rut's gonna hit," I, I, uh, I, I started not seeing a whole lot of deer popping up on camera. I don't know if maybe the other land's getting um, pressured, but I do remember that when they picked the corn right across from me, all the deer kind of funneled out there. So I don't know if maybe the range is changing, and I just haven't been able to to see. I, I started seeing a half rack buck who was. Uh, He's popping out in daylight. Twenty five cent. Twenty five cent. <laughs> <laughs> half a uh, half fifty. But yeah, man, I'm just uh, I I didn't seem to connect uh, early season, but uh, man, I I'm really really optimistic. I've seen a lot of got a lot, lot of, of deer moving left, man. You got a lot of a lot of season, left. so I'm not getting down and out. I would like to you know, a month and a half. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to if I had beans anywhere around me, be moving closer to that, but I don't. It's all cornfields. Should we let so. the mustache decide this? I think yeah, <laughs> because we need a prediction. Because if you guys haven't, no, you touched it already. It, we're good. I did. <laughs> Doug is Doug's predictions have been eerily on. Like They've all been of them have pretty pretty decent. Yeah. Three well, out of four. He's deer voyant. Well, I think That's what right. we need to do I, is I call, I call it like I see it. Yeah. Let's um speak on it again, Doug. Make it make a a new prediction. Let's hear it for Steve. Mm-hmm. Okay. How often are you going to hunt, Steve? This weekend, I'm not sure that I'm going to get wrong out. answer. Wrong answer. Uh, not good. A joke. Nope. Yep. Now we're going to be uh, we're going to be busy. It's going to hurt you. And my, it's going to hurt you in my equation over here. I'm going to be trying to hustle it out as much as I can. Every opportunity I get, 
I'm going to be out this. Really, though? Mm-hmm. That sounded like an excuse. Nope. Every. <laughs> <laughs> when when you guys season in? January. Uh, somebody said January 14th. Right. I got, I got to double check that. All it's right. always. You're killing nothing. <laughs> I'll give you till three days after Christmas. Ooh. Ooh. Damn. He's giving you some time there, homie. Yeah. He's giving you some time. I got to give you a little more time. All right. I mean, <laughs> for all being honest here. A little, little leeway in yeah. there? Yeah. Okay. Right. He's not yeah. like us, you know, where I can just yeah. point out the day. You got to be good till Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, dude, I'm not, not ripe yet. You're not ripe. I haven't seen a lot of a lot of daylight bucks on camera, but they're, they're there. I've seen a, a couple pop in. I'm just, I got to be out there because I, I, I don't know. How this property is gonna, you know, react like after everything settles down, after you know maybe the big boys start pushing that second rut that we all talk about. I maybe I'll have a real good opportunity then. I don't know. You could. I got to get out there. I you just, just got to see what's you going just gotta on. Got to be in the stand. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the only thing to it. Keep grinding, dog. It'll yeah. happen. Yeah. It. This, right, Mark. This year yeah, I feel really right. good. Keep going. Just keep going. 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 Yeah. Do you got a tag for? Uh, firearms so you can bow hunt this weekend or no? I do, yes. Yeah, you should get out there then because of all the pushers will be around you. Yep, they'll be pushing everything yep. right to you. Yep. I, I have heard that there has been some big deer sighted in the daylight around that area. So, I, man, it, it keeps my hopes high. And if, uh, if I don't connect on a buck this year, I really, really want to. But, dude, I've, I've just been having a blast this year. Dude, uh, all my buddies are killing bucks. I mean, I've got some meat in the freezer. It has been fantastic I, i'm loving everything about this season i'm loving everything about how this podcast is sounding right now i'm trying to check marking because i realized the uh <laughs> i don't know whatever you did to steve dude, though, yeah whatever you did i crisper i love how this sounds right now i i'm telling you what dude you're I'm gonna just, kill one mark how are you how's your yeah. mic sounding um i don't know it sounds pretty good to me that's oh worse. yeah that's whatever worse. that is that's way think? worse that's worse. Yeah, it's echoey now. Uh-huh. Yeah, but if you take him back there, man, that is fantastic. Right what we're going right to do there, now yeah. is since uh, this last Thanksgiving weekend, we're going to cut into Eric's buck story here. Mm-hmm. So This was awesome. Let, let's transition here. Eric, take your story away of the old Black Friday special, if you will. It, it was on Black Friday, <laughs> too. So, Yeah, I, got, I made sure I was in the stand extra early that day because it's a two-hour drive, so I always make sure. Why'd you look at me when that. you said that? I don't know, because... I feel like you're not in the stand early. Oh, okay. All so, right, let's check in. And there's always a train that stops you, so you got to account for that. But <laughs> Damn trains. Yep. I was in the stand about 45 minutes early before uh, shooting hours, so it's a nice time just to sit there and relax, not long walk. So, And uh, I actually killed my buck out of the same stand that Doug killed his buck. Ayo. So thank, thank you, Doug, oh, for hanging yeah, out. Doug, and, um, position yeah. A, if you ask me. Exactly. <laughs> Did he like exactly. pluck some mustache? Uh, I almost said mustache fibers, mustache hairs, and he leave them there have, for good luck. Yeah, put he it, might have Eric pan- put it in his locker. <laughs> I can't confirm nor <laughs> deny that happened. There's a picture of Doug with, like in the locket, and then there's some beard hair laminated <laughs> in there. Hey, I just breaking news alert: Scott Clark, our only fan from Canada. Kill the buck just now. I just sent me pictures. Yeah. Of yeah. Let's see. Wait, he didn't send them to awesome. me. Screw you, Scott Clark, and all of Canada. So, <laughs> back, back to Eric. You're Congrats, talking about your locket, and there's a little picture of Doug and a yep. little beard hair. Yep. I think you, hair. I think you sprinkled some uh, mustache hair, you know, on the stand before you left <laughs> last time. Did I just say that? <laughs> but you were talking about locket and whatnot. No, so. he brought up the locket. All right, anyway, continue. Anyway, so you know, light just comes around. It's that point of the day where you can't really see anything but you can kind of see shit and then two <laughs> raccoons come in i'm like you can hear them i'm like oh shit this gotta be a big buck coming in 
but it wasn't. You know, the <laughs> raccoons are, you can't see them until they're about 10 feet in front of you. And uh, it gets light. And uh, last time I sat in the stand, all the bucks were coming from the left. So I'm focusing on that area over to my left. And uh, focusing over there, and all of a sudden I just like, oh, shit, I should probably look to the right. And here's a buck <laughs> sitting there feeding. I'm like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Like, shit. <laughs> like, he's just standing there 30 yards feeding. So I'm like, I stand up, and I have to turn to the right. So, like, I'm facing the tree now where the my uh, tether's in the way and everything. So I unhooked that. And uh, you did what now? Yeah, I did. I unhooked my tether. You hooked it back up immediately once you got it repositioned, right? No, I didn't. I did oh not. god, I did not. because I didn't. I didn't know what was going to happen. So I'm you like, can't I let don't. Safety get in the way of success. I know, I know, but it happened. Tell that to OSHA. Got to. <laughs> that is literally their you gotta, tagline. You gotta, you gotta is, risk it to get the biscuit. <laughs> the, right. Safety over success is literally OSHA. You know, because it's sitting there like slapping you in the face and just right in the way. So I'm like, yeah, screw this thing. Well, uh, so he's sitting there feeding. All of a sudden, another buck comes up over the ridge. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Like a little action going on. That's <laughs> when you strapped yourself back in. No, not yet. No, he didn't. He didn't do not that. Not yet. Not, I'm getting to that point. Okay. And then here comes the third one. So this is three bucks in a row that come up. There's like the ridge we're on kind of bottlenecks, and we're right after the bottleneck, so we have they have to use that point. Well, they're coming up the edge of the bottleneck where you can't really see them until they're up on top of the ridge. Mm-hmm. So And then here comes the fourth one, and he's the best one so far. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting ready. I range him. He's at 32 yards. And as I'm raging him, out of the rangefinder, I could see this other buck coming. I look at him. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and that's where I'm, like, panicking. I grab the binos. I'm like, oh, good buck, good buck, good buck. Put him down. Latch on. You latched he, on now. I latched on. I'm okay. like, okay, I'm ready to go. Because I know the buck before that, I know where he's at, and he's walking right towards him. So I know his yardage. So I latch on, and then he kind of takes a different route. So I'm like, God damn it. So I unlatch, grab the rangefinder, oh, and he stops. Oh, <laughs> Lord. He stops dead behind a tree. And I'm like, I can just see his ass and a little bit of his rack. So I'm like ranging his ass. It's like 31 yards. Did Chris bracket him? Yeah. Okay. okay. No, I did not. How, okay. how far from his, uh, heart, or from his ass was his heart? Keep going, Eric, please. Keep <laughs> going. So I'm raising 31, 31, 31. All right. Throw that down, lock back, or put the side at 31. He's just got to take two more steps, and he's golden. And it seemed like three hours before. actually. Before, he's just sitting there feeding, and it seemed like three hours before he took the step. So he takes the next two steps. I'm like, this is the time to do it. So I launched an arrow. I shot him a little high and a little back, but uh, he ran about 20 yards fell over did the whole you know feet kicking flopping right. i'm like awesome he's down like i can see the whole thing he's down he's down <laughs> and he stands back up this is the weirdest thing ever he stands back up and starts walking like nothing ever happened <laughs> what the smokes. hell man they're like, amazing it was, animals yeah it's the weirdest thing he's, he's uh. just trotting along like i thought he was gonna start eating acorns again <laughs> and all of a sudden like mid walk he just flops over no kick and nothing just dead <laughs> what dead. the hell yeah, it was the weirdest thing. So what did you think when he got back up? Well, I that's what I thought because like when when I first released the arrow, it was it was high and back, so I'm like, I knew it wasn't, it was a good shot, but it wasn't the best shot. So I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, you know. But then when he fell down, you're, I'm like, you're better off back than forward, though. I swear, sometimes. Oh yeah, for sure. And then, then you, you were just witnessing a first episode of the Walking Deer. 
Right. Well, and then when he got up and started walking, I'm like, because he's walking towards the other ridge, down the ridge. So I'm like, shit, he's going to walk down there, and then I can't, I'm not going to be able to see him go down. So then I'm going to have that thought in my head where. Oh, shit. Damn it. Like, I don't Second know if guessing. he goes down or if I got to wait two hours or, you know, like Doug's buck. We waited two hours. Was it two hours? Yep. yep. And the coyotes already had him. So I'm like, I do not want to be in that position. Right. So it was like, okay. And he just started walking. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. I've never seen anything like it. it what crazy. time was what, this? What did he do again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Dead>. <laughs> <laughs> That's Leroy's. That's the greatest ever. And then Doug was still at he home. He needs some milk. <laughs> <laughs> Doug was at home, so I immediately call him, and you could tell he was still sleeping. So oh, unlocked. for sure. I got. I'm already done hunting, so I'm just sleeping. And I get a call. Like, was it seven? It was six fifty-seven when I'm I like, called. Holy him. shit! I'm like, really? Son of a bitch! He shot one. I just <laughs> knew right away he shot one. <laughs> Is it bigger than mine? <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't ask that, but I was, no, did. I, was probably, man. I was probably thinking it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was. And then I. Texted you guys, let you guys all know. Kurt was still sleeping. I was I gonna call in, him. Man. I'm like, I don't want to call him and <laughs> call my old man and Lila and everything. So it was a good day. Yeah, so I was pretty pumped for you. That's awesome. Yep. We, we put a tape on her. We're not gonna say what it measured because we nope. got that giveaway nope. going on. But uh, was the tape orange? You want to get hit right in the face? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How far is your reach? Let's put the. <laughs> Kurt, we should measure your reach in wild game. T- <laughs> oh, good grief. oh goodness! It'd probably add like 15 inches to my spread. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, damn, dude, Kurt's got a 90 inch reach. You know, I'm gonna give a shout out to Doug though for actually driving an hour and a half to help me drag yeah, this I thing know. out. He didn't have shit else. He's to like do. big buck down. I'm like already throwing clothes on. I'm like, god damn it! He's like, <laughs> get the deer car ready. You couldn't have done this at noon when yeah. I was awake. I think I think his first at noon when I told him I shot a bug. I think he's like. I should probably get out of bed and get ready, huh? I'm like, well, yeah, that's probably a good, good idea. Yeah, <laughs> good idea. I was like, did you see him go down? He's like, yeah, I see him laying there. I'm like, oh, then I got to hurry up even more. Give him two hours. So I, <laughs> so I just told him, like, sleep. just take the stand down. Give me some time to get there. Yep. So I actually had to take his stand down for him and drag yeah, it back who, to the truck. Oh, yeah. Who, who, let me ask you this. Who did hang that stand? I did. Oh, Doug did. Shit, God, Doug, you want to come hang a couple stands for me? Yeah, you already, oh, you already Lord. touched me. I don't need you <laughs> yeah. anymore. I don't need to be anywhere yeah. near you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I'm super pumped for you. Heck the yeah. light stays red another week. And another weird thing, like at that, this was last Friday, and there were six bucks gathered together. Like that was yeah. weird. Like whenever when I told everyone that, they couldn't believe that that so actually happened. <laughs> Bachelor party. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's yeah, like, remember I said there got to be a hot dough around there somewhere, Eric. But they, they weren't even like acting weird for, <laughs> towards each other. They were really? just slowly walking yeah, together. Yeah, what, what side of together. town were you on? I was going to say they're Iowa Bucks. Yeah, because so yeah, you were probably on the gay side of town. <laughs> they're the gay side of town. No, I mean, is it part of it? Are some Bucks in certain areas? They're not grouping back up yet. It's not no, even cold. It's no. not even. It doesn't even feel anywhere near December right now. No, are you, are you Kurt, no. I'm sorry. Are you judging these Bucks' lifestyle? Yes, I am. This they is were born that way. There's zero. Zero, I don't know the correct term, inner city liberals that are listening to this podcast are going to give me grief about calling them Bucks gay. It's, it is what it is. That is funny. Why that is funny. And if you're offended by that. He needs some milk. You need some milk. 
<laughs> oh my god, dude, we have become the, uh, the Bob effects. and Tom of... We are the working know. class Bowhunter morning show. Yeah. <laughs> good lord. I'm, I am super pumped for you, man. It's a good yeah. buck. Wide sucker, man. Yeah. Yeah, he was a wide sucker. Real he had wide. Two, little, two little kickers on the inside of the main beams that he broke off, which would have been cool, but they're still there, so... Yeah, it was like perfectly symmetrical, like those kickers have been sweet. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Those on kickers the were in the exact same spot on each side, and so uh, he broke them off. You're gonna get them taxidermied. Yep. I, yep. <laughs> Let's I talk dropped, about it. I what dropped them off at the taxidermist. <laughs> what are you getting uh, done? Two days ago, I'm getting a uh, series 400. Yep. OTS. OTS. Semi. <laughs> Semi. Uh, <laughs> Upright, upright, yep. with an offset shoulder to <laughs> the right. Shoulder to the right. Yep, yep. That's head it. right. Good job, Eric. <laughs> By living dream, uh, taxidermy. Living the dream. Yes, you don't know. That's dream. probably Cambridge, not the first. Geneseo, Illinois. Okay, yep. they're on like the border. Cambridge, Cambridge Geneseo, Illinois. They're on like the border. <laughs> yeah, uh, the not gay side of town. <laughs> exactly. Or where all the does are. Well, where the does and bucks mingle. <laughs> Huntersonly.com. Check it out. I'm starting that shit oh right after this podcast. Save it. Save uh, it. Hurry up. Yeah. Go buy that right now. Huntersonly.com. A little filter by Pat, Bohan Pat and 20, 20% discount with WCB crew. Just a picture of you. Not only dudes is the whole. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go. Let's Way off the rails. Way off track. So. How pumped is Leela to have another mount in the house? Oh, she's ecstatic. Is that sarcastic? Ecstatic about it. Is that because you put a ring on it, or is she really happy? She gives me me shit about it all the time. She's like, oh, again, we need another deer in the house. You have, like, two and a couple skulls. What the hell is she bitching about? No, she's not bitching about it. She just Get rid of her, Eric. Get no, rid she's of just like giving me shit. <laughs> Can or now? No, come on, dude. We need him. We need him to. That's fill assault, in. brother. <laughs> that is more than assault. Yeah, wait, that wait, is no. aggravated <laughs> assault. You want to? You want to get rid of me? Well, I mean, you can move in here, but you can put as many mounts as you want. And you no, because he's gonna go to prison. <laughs> Careful, Sam's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Sam does not care about mounts. How many mounts? You wish I had more, don't you? If we had the room. If we had the room, <laughs> what if I kill a two hundred inch deer every year? That'd be cool, she says. Cool. You heard it here first. What if I wanted to do a life-size... If I killed... Say I killed a 200-inch deer every year for the next five years, and I want to do a life-size mount on every one of them, would you be okay with that? If we had the if room. If it's over 200 inches, yes. If it's over 200 <laughs> inches, What if it's yes. a 199-inch buck? And seven-eighths. <laughs> no, she she just likes giving me shit. It's, I, I mean, know, she doesn't, she doesn't mind the Pull out the wild game tape so you can get that in the house, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I trimmed my house out. I don't know how many rolls of wild game nation tape I had to buy. <laughs> like, Next time tough. you paint, dude, use that shit to like trim out when you paint. That's all it's good for. <laughs> It'd be off by 16 inches. Man, my inside spread was way off, but it worked good for social media. <laughs> <laughs> Moving with a, with on. a big old droop in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh look my at my inside God. spread. I got the two inch sag and about three inches <laughs> off the center. Yeah. I measure my inside spread from the the center line, the core of each main beam, not the inside to inside. So what you want to do like, when you when you nah. put the tape to get it more realistic, because they give you a little That's bit. That's what I saw. They put the when tape put on the, when you take an inside spread on a whitetail or any any animal, it's the inside of the main beam to the inside of the other main beam. Where I I don't know how to explain this, but what I, the videos I watched, they were putting the tape mid main beam on the top between the tines. <laughs> oh, nice! To mid main beam on the top on the other beam, oh, really? and I'm like, oh my no! And there's like a big oh, my sag, oh, a yeah. big droop in between. You, you like, always see the big sagging when you see people you got, using you the sag. Dude, you gotta sag it. 
What? <laughs> you ever watch when people I just, like, get, like I can't wrap my head around what like man is like, yeah, I need the trophy tape because I don't have a tape measure. Right. That kills yeah. me. Uh, dude, do you, do you ever watch when, like, I, I was watching this kid. They were cutting up uh, plywood at work. And, dude, I was watching this kid try to pull a measurement. And he's like, I got to put, uh, he said put a rip in the plywood. I go, oh, God, I can't wait to see this. And, dude, he's, like, measuring all crooked trying to get his inches. I go, yeah, that should be right. So, like, the tape was <laughs> crooked. I'm like, does that look straight to you? He goes, I don't know, does it? I go, yeah, I think it does. He measured it, and he came walking back with it. He's like, oh, i got to go to Menards and get more plywood. I'm like, yeah, figure this shit out, I mean, dude. maybe I, I'm, I don't know, just, I'll make a video. I'll teach you how to measure a deer. Just, yeah. You just got really serious right there. Don't buy that tape. I say it all the time. Please save your money. Buy a lottery ticket or something. Jeez. At least send your fund in schools. You know what I mean? So Black Friday so, ends with sweet, sweet success. Yep. The red light in the studio stays on for yet another week. And I feel like that deserves a gunshot, if anything. And so from from last episode, this is this was the tone of last week's episode. I haven't shot one in fifteen years. What about me? <laughs> so, so what do, about me? Maybe we, may, maybe we can listen to that again. I haven't shot one in fifteen years. What about me? <laughs> so what about you, Mark? What about I mean, me? Maybe we can play it again. What about I haven't me? shot one in fifteen years. What about me? <laughs> what about me? What about me? What about me? That's funny. So that's perfect. This is what happened. What about me? Last week's episode. What about me? I was whining. He needs some milk. I haven't shot one in fifteen years. What about me? So I was feeling sorry for myself. Mark hasn't shot one in fifteen years. What about me? That really wasn't like totally true, though. You lied. No, no, I haven't shot one at this place where I hunt, where I live. In 15 years, I, I haven't shot, I haven't pulled my bow back or shot at a four or five year old deer since I've lived here in 15 years. I've killed one decent 10 pointer with a broken tine in 2000, no, 2004. So it has been 13 years since I've killed a deer that's respectable. I've killed a couple two year olds, but. I don't want to claim those. <laughs> but so, yeah, I haven't killed a good buck in 15 years behind my house except the one. So, time. so was it worth it? Yeah, was it so worth the wait? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so, I thought, I thought I that shot. was funny because that's what, I mean, that's the luck of the podcast right there. I mean, it is. Yep. And people will automatically see a deer like the deer you killed and think he hunts really good ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was thinking when people started hearing about it. And, uh, the neighbors are all getting a hold of me. Oh, it's a good deer. I said, great. Now there's going to be 15 dudes out here hunting all over the place. Yep, yep. Uh, That's the thing. People don't realize yeah. that deer's dead. Yeah. Yep. He's go no longer it. out there. Go he gone. <laughs> I hope you got 15 years to wait. All right. <laughs> yeah. You ain't got the stones. And I shot a, uh, somewhere else about six miles away at a buddy's house. I shot a pretty nice, non-typical like this one, but a little bit smaller, in 2007 with a gun. So, I mean... I've killed some deer and some decent ones. It's just, you know, I haven't killed that good one with the bow behind my house yet that yep. is a true stud, other than one three-year-old. So, yeah, so what's... Um, it was a long wait. We yeah. You hustled, man. You put in the hours. You put in the time. And yeah. uh, so I'll tell you where, like, I was sitting in the stand, and, you know, you hustled out. It's you, you played it right. You changed your tactics to hunt back there is what you're telling me with... How yep. you went in with the yeah. wind and whatever, and to see the news that you'd put an arrow in one, 
and I was hunting, so I like glanced. I was like, oh hell yeah! <laughs> and the river. Well, well, I'll let you take over from here. I want you to bring up the river from past episodes what we've recorded. That thing's been a damn curse. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've had <laughs> three three bucks that I've shot back there go across the river. One floated away that I didn't know was floating away while I was getting giving it time. That was a nice three year old nine pointer. That's probably the second biggest deer I've ever shot there, and it floated away. That was two years ago. So it just That's imp- such a bummer. It dude. just impounded. Yeah, I went canoeing and kayaking for five hours looking for it after, and didn't find it. It was freezing out too. At least, <laughs> at least yeah. you got your exercise in. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, the river, the Green River's behind my house, and they cross that thing all the time back and forth. So, um, I shot a buck in 2004. My brother and I had to wade across the river and drag it back. And then I shot a buck last year, the second to last day of the season, and hit him a little bit back and let him go overnight. And I went out the next morning, the river was iced up, except it had some holes here and there in it. So I'm looking for my buck on the dike, and I look out on the ice. I just happened to turn that way, and there's just like a bloodbath on the ice. And I'm like, oh, no. It's the weirdest thing because I helped you track yeah, that deer. Yeah, a bunch of people came and looked, too. And we looked everywhere. We found a big chunk of hide laying in the bean field. We found blood all over the bank, hair everywhere. And no deer, no skeleton, no legs, no nothing. skull, no neck. Isn't that weird? Nothing. Yeah, and we walked oh. every piece of ground around there on both sides of the river. Had to have been a dead deer. Hours. Had to oh, have been. Oh, absolutely. It got shredded by coyotes. And so... Yeah, so basically I believe they actually drug that through. I think they were fighting over it and drug it through a hole in the ice. So I've lost two decent deer in the river, had two other ones cross it. So I was petrified when I shot this deer. And that was the last two seasons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Two years in a row. Yep. 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 So yep. while Steve's taking a pee break, start this story from the, the nitty-gritty. Okay, so... Uh, well, let's say that I almost didn't get to go hunting that day because my wife told me she had a hair appointment. Mm. So I was going to stay home and watch the little one. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, no, no, no. I've been waiting four days for a northwest wind. I got to get in the ditch stand. Ain't happening. <laughs> so I, she's like, uh, well, I got to go. I got to go. So I'm like, I'm calling my parents to see if they'll watch the little one. So I did. And, of course, they're awesome. They did. My dad hunts, too, and got me into hunting. Your so. dad gets it. Your dad's awesome. Yeah. Yep. So... I got that all arranged, and I got to go hunting, but I was totally bummed out when I first started walking in because I was like 15 minutes late, and I was mad. And then I started climbing up my stand. I got to the top of the stand to step in, and I bumped the seat, and the armrest fell down and went, bang. And I'm like, oh, God. There goes this hunt. I'm done. God bless it. Yeah. After a long (laughs) Dang nabbit. Gee dang it. Yeah. After a long, long season already of seeing basically nothing. So I'm there with like no faith that anything other than what usually happens is going to happen. And I'm kind of like thinking, you know, I've been thinking about trying to buy You're sitting up there like me. Yeah, what about me? <laughs> what about me? <laughs> this, is exactly. going, this is going through Mark's head. I haven't shot one in 15 years. What about me? <laughs> That's exactly what was going through my head. <laughs> exactly. I was bummed. I was going down south. Yeah, things were getting negative. And uh, so I'm standing there looking the other way, thinking I ain't going to see squat. And then I'm like, well, it's kind of nice out. Maybe I will. 
about 10 minutes later, nope. <laughs> I'm not going to see squat. I'm negative again. And all of a sudden, just right behind me to the right, about six or eight yards, I hear splash, splash, super loud, so loud, it literally scared the crap out of me, and I jumped. I spun my head around to the right to see what the heck it was, and all I saw was big bone and a giant buck. And I'm like, oh, sh- sh- shooter. <laughs> so I spin around and grab my bow and my release. My thumb release is hanging on it. I grab that. I start to spin back around, and I noticed that he was just about to get out of my opening and get behind some brush. So immediately as I was spinning and drawing at the same time, I was like, Meh. And thank God he stopped on a dime and looked right back at me. So he finished. He saw me finish swinging probably the last foot or so. Before your full draw. Yep, and yep. aiming and pulling. And I settled it. And I, you know, as about three seconds into my pull sequence on my shoot shot, it went off and it drilled him perfect. I'm like, yes. <laughs> you know? And at this point, I thought I saw... I thought I shot a big eight-pointer because his left side has just got these giant daggers coming out of it, and that's all I saw was... So you did you saw him on his left side then? Yes, okay, I okay. was looking down on top of him from mostly the left side, and I just saw three long tines, and I knew immediate shooter, you know. Right. And so as soon as it hit him, you know, he jumped, took off running. I spun around to hang my bow up. And grab my binoculars because I I am watching this deer. It is not going in that damn river. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if it does, I'm jumping in after it. <laughs> so so I go to hang my release back on my D loop, and I'm just so jacked to spin back around and see what the deer is doing that I must have missed the D loop and dropped my release. Bang <laughs> off the stand, made a big noise, falls to the ground. I'm like, oh crap! Now if I got to shoot him again, I ain't got a release. Yeah, you, you spooked <laughs> so, the bigger deer that was in there too. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> So I got one in my bag, but I'm not taking time to dig while I'm supposed to be watching what this deer does when he runs away. So I get my binoculars, and I turn and look, and I'm focusing on him. I see my arrow sticking out quite a ways, which kind of made me he's nervous. He's standing, right? Or? He, no, he's booking. He's taking Oh, he's off, running, running. He's running. Okay, okay. So I see him running away, and my arrow's sticking out quite a ways, and it spooked me. So I'm like, oh, no. you know. But then as soon as I got ready to throw the binoculars up, I could see a baseball-sized you know, blood spot already starting around the arrow, and it looked like it was, you know, like a ten or twelve ring. It looked good. I I pretty much knew that, you know, I put it right where I needed to. Right. And so he goes out about sixty yards, sixty five yards, and then he starts slowing down, and then he stops, and his back, you know, his hind end he starts does, to get lower. Does a wiggle, yeah, wiggle, wiggle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He gives an icky shuffle. <laughs> the wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. The, what did you call it? Wobbledy, wobbledy, wobbledy. I thought I heard the Cupid shuffle. Yeah, no, he's on Rubber Leg Street. I was like, yeah. that song was popular the last time he shot a big deer. <laughs> yeah. So he totally stops, and then he turns right, and he walks about five yards, and he's wobbling. And then he turns around 180 degrees and starts walking to the left, and he walks about 10 yards. And I'm like, dude, go down. Come on. What's up? So there I get to see the blood spot again because that's the side I hit him on. And then I noticed that at about 65 or 70 yards or something like that, it was like 7.15 in the morning and the sun was kind of coming through the trees at a sharp angle. And there was some sweet sun rays coming through the woods. And it just hit right on his nose. And I saw a stream of blood pouring out of his nose like somebody just turned the water faucet on 
slightly, but lungs. it was constant stream. It wasn't lungs. dripping. Right. And I'm like, oh, yeah, lungs, baby. He's yep. going down. Oh, man. And then he walks behind this giant tree that forks out of the ground and like three giant trees in one. So, of course, I can't see him. And I'm like, <gasps> you know, I'm thinking he's going to turn and go towards the river. Or I, I'm going to lose him because he's getting out there a little bit. And So, anyway, he didn't come out left of the tree like he should have. And I started looking around the tree on both sides as fast as I could with my binoculars. I couldn't see him. And I'm freaking out. So, I get down on my knees on the tree stand. And I'm, like, peeking around that tree down there as far as I can on both sides. And I cannot see the deer anywhere. And it kind of goes downhill, so I'm freaking out. I'm right. Like, well, he's got to be down. He was wobbling. He's going down. I could imagine you on your knees I on was, the tree stand platform, like yep. going back and forth, like looking like, <laughs> I was hey, using where'd he go? Where'd he go? Did you have, have your safety harness on the whole yes, time? Yes, I did. I, Eric? Yep. That's what he was Eric. using. That's what he was using, I was dude. literally using my lifeline to help hang myself out there. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have talked about <laughs> that. Oh, Jesus. I was swinging. The lifeline This is works. real shit. That's what people do. We were in a ground blind. Both of you guys were in ground blinds. Seated yep. safely. <laughs> so I felt pretty confident that he did fall behind the tree. So I texted you guys, you know, right away on Messenger. Like, I finally freaking did it, man. I shot a big one, guys. I think he went down, but I can't see him. He's behind the tree. Uh, you know, I didn't know how old he was. I thought it was at least a three and a half year old. But anyway, so I call my dad right away and tell him, and he's all excited. And then I text my buddy Mike, who hunts across the river, who always comes gets my deer with me and we go we we go get each other's deer whenever somebody gets one down and and so i texted everybody i got my talked to my dad and he's like dude don't fall out of the tree when you're climbing down i'm like no i'm good i got my lifeline on i'll be safe it's all right i'm not shaking that bad actually you just jump out and zip yeah, down with I'm the like lifeline yeah. <laughs> hold on to the knot yep. so it doesn't cinch like you like a, like a firefighter pole yeah. just jumps down it mark jumps out with his parachute and it says yeah. finally after 15 years what about me yeah. what about me, what about me? His parachute. His parachute says, "How about me?" Yeah. <laughs> I haven't shot one in fifteen years. What about me? <laughs> so anyway, I climbed down. I gave him about a half an hour because I knew I, you know, I knew I really, I really knew I smoked him. So I was, I felt pretty good about it. So I got down about a half an hour because I just spent so long. I can't wait. I got to get my right. hands on him. So I get down. I, I'm lucky. I find my release after looking around the bottom of the tree for a while. I'm that like, was oh, the first thing you looked for. Oh yeah, but you oh, have to I got on that thing. Well, I'm thinking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that when I'm, I'm gonna tiptoe up on this dude and I may have to shoot him. Again. I'm, I'm ready. You know, you gotta I mean? be. You gotta he's, be. He's not getting away because you weren't gonna grab that that. Second release. Man, if I didn't find this release, I won't. I'll be out this money and the money Steve still owes me for the other one. <laughs> yeah, that one. Hell yeah, <laughs> we're gonna still have that. <laughs> hey, Mark, I, uh, I can't I'm wait to like give six hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I, can't wait, I can't wait to give you your Christmas present this year, yeah, Mark. <laughs> I can't wait for it either. <laughs> so yeah, so I get down, I get everything, I get my binoculars out, I knock an arrow, I clip on, you know, and I'm I'm just tiptoe like twenty yards, and I stop and I get with the binoculars and I look. And I see something that I think might be this either a deer or, or a log. And I'm like, no, nah, it kind of looks like a log. That ain't deer. So I go about another 10 yards, stop and peek. Uh, that thing's starting to look more like maybe it's not a log. But it sure looks like tree bark camo to me. So I keep going about another <laughs> 10 yards. And I look. And I'm like, oh, that, that that's it. That's his body. Because the deer was all wet. So he was all, all right. matted, so yep. his hair looked a lot mm. like tree bark camo. It was crazy looking. You shot a hunter? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Who was the Decoy. first one to wear? I can smell the booze on his breath from here. What the hell is he wearing? God that damn camel? it, Greg. Well, to, to build the suspense, how deep's that river? Uh, currently, right now, it's probably <laughs> it's probably if a deer walked across it, it's probably like six inches up his belly. Oh, so really? It's probably four foot deep now. Okay. It's wait, not wait, wait. bad. It's Are not you, bad. You're not talking about that. Oh no, because there was that one. When we were out there one time, there was like that water that like they're like, hey, don't walk on this because you'll fall in. I go, dude, I'm like, I can see the ground here, I can see the ground there, and you're like, no, that shit's deep. Is that uh, what you're talking about? I, I'm not sure where that. Oh, was. never mind. There's oh, like, was see- that an irrigation ditch? Is that what that is over on the other side of the river from where I hunt? Ye- no, it was on that same side. Anyway, it's not know. important to the story. I'm just know. trying to follow along. So you're yeah, so you spot him. I spot him, and then I see- notice his body first, and then I'm like, well, where's the rack? I'm like, it was decent enough. I should see it. And I look to the left a little bit more, and I'm like, oh, crap. There it is. How far away is he at this point? I'm about 30, 35 yards away from him right now mm-hmm. with binoculars looking at him. I'm like, oh, my God, there's a lot of tines on that rack. Oh, he might be bigger than I thought he was. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, he's down. So I put my arrow away in my quiver and you know, put my stuff back on. And, and then I start walking about 10 yards, and I find blood. So I set my bag down right there because that's – the first place I found blood, I didn't see any blood. So I walk over to the deer, and I walk up behind him, and I'm coming up, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> what did I just shoot? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. And I, I started, I stopped, and I just took a moment. You know, I took my time going up to him because I wanted to enjoy it. Once I knew he was down, I'm right. like, take your time and just – Live this up. Walk slow. Don't do it fast and get it over with. Take it in. So I started, I texted you guys and I'm like, guys, I see him or something. I can't remember what I said or I got my hands on him or something. And at that time, everybody's like, heck yeah, man. You guys are all commenting back. And and then this is in the WCB OGs. That's what we call it. Uh, We have a group, a group chat that. We're always giving each other shit. And in, messages so. yeah. are just coming in left and right. Yeah, like, either hell deer, yes, yes. deer are killed or, hey, check out this shitty van on the, w- yeah, <laughs> on the right. bar- Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> so, yeah, you're messaging us. So everybody's like, all right, dude, way to go. You know, congratulations. And and so, you know, you get all that coming in. And then I'm thinking exactly what Kurt said. I'm like, take your time. Kurt messages me and he goes, Mark, soak this up. And I'm like. At that point, when I read that message, it was right when I got down on my knees and I picked up his rack and looked at him and realized what he was. And then I thought, you know, my dad texted me and he goes, I'm on my way, I'm on my way. And I'm like, this is a culmination of 15 years of my dad and I sitting here seeing nothing over and over and over again. It's to a point where when I see antlers coming, I don't even grab my bow because I know it's a dink. Well, and, then, know, and I want to point that out too because, so, like, every time you went out hunting, like the last couple of years, you're like, "Well, I'm off to the shit ass ground where I don't <laughs> see a goddamn thing." Yeah. And, oh yeah, but I'm, st- but you still put in the effort First, and you still went out there every I night. So that's all the time. that's what's awesome about yep. this whole story. It's, yeah, that's yep. what makes a difference in someone who never kills one is yep. you could have slept in easy and that yep. deer oh, yeah. went through there and yeah. ran by and Absolutely. you, you would have never known he was because yeah you didn't have any cameras around then, where he ran yeah, right i yeah i have no idea no, no pictures of this deer well it just goes it's, it's a perfect example is like the hustle will pay itself off because yeah. absolutely you know this deer is worth 10 years of hustle oh yeah you know oh, yeah. and i don't want to say this because it's not true but 
chances are this could be the biggest buck you ever oh, kill. Yeah, this is a once-in-a-lifetime oh, buck. Absolutely. If I shot this deer right now, I'd be like, man, I might have 20, hopefully 20, 30 years of bow hunting ahead of me, Yeah. and I might not ever kill oh, a Oh, absolutely. Buck. And yeah. it comes to show, too. Like I mean, you say you have shit-ass ground, but you never know exactly. what's going to come through there. Yeah, like deer are wild animals. Expect- they can do whatever they want. They can go wherever That's they want. Especially this time of the year, you never know what's going to come through there. Yep. Like I've have, I've had bucks come through I've never seen before. Yep. So in there ten years, and that's what my dad. That's what really hit me too. I'm like my dad and I have always said every year we say it every year. Maybe this will be the year. Maybe one of us is gonna kill a hundred and fifty uh-huh. or a hundred and sixty inch right. deer out of here one day. There is big enough deer or out bigger, here. yeah, or bigger. You know, and he we keep saying it every year. Are you giving hints out? I don't so know. I, Maybe. <laughs> so I get down. Like I said, I'm down on my knees and I'm looking at the deer, and that's like I said, I'm thinking of what my dad said all these years of finally it happened, and and then Kurt said soak it up, and I was just getting all emotional and thinking about it, and I picked it up and it felt like I don't know, <laughs> I can't explain it. A thousand pounds. Yeah, a thousand yeah. pounds of weight just went off on my shoulders, and I could just totally relax and enjoy it. And when Kurt sent that thing that said soak it up, I just I just broke down and started bawling. <laughs> oh, like, for oh sure. my god, I can't believe I'm crying like a girl over a deer. Yeah, you did a video chat. I wish and we I did tried, have it. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. I was on Messenger texting you guys and I'm like I got to record this because I can't believe I'm bawling, seriously sobbing hard, <laughs> and I'll, we'll be able to make fun of this later. <laughs> so I hit record. Oh, it was! I thought I thought it was freaking awesome. Oh, that, yeah, I, I did, you, it was. did you see it? Because I'm oh, yeah. stupid. I oh, didn't yeah. know if I did. I watched it right. part of it in the stand. I caught half of it, and uh-huh. I tried to save it, right. and I couldn't figure it out. I was I was hunting, <laughs> so I had the volume all the way down, right. and I had the phone like angled up to my eye to my ear and i was watching like this i had it on one bar of volume <laughs> and i was just like oh my gosh that's the best yeah like, i was, was literally out of control crying because i, I knew what you were feeling I man was. because when i think about i'm not gonna lie I, i'm kind of close to crying yeah so like i, I know I, tears. I know that feeling <laughs> take it easy <laughs> but it's just different though because you hustle your ass off and for exactly. that to happen is like the best success. And for people who don't hunt, they don't get it because they don't understand. Like, oh, you just killed an animal. Why are you crying from happiness? Yeah. Like, how sick and demented. But yeah. it's not about that. We care more about these animals than you ever oh, will. Absolutely. Exactly. So, you know, you you can't. I can't even have a conversation with someone like that that doesn't get it. But yep. there's so much emotion, time, money, um, telling your family to screw off. Like, I have to do this. Yep. It's what we live for, man. So exactly. to finally... It'd be like an Olympian winning that gold medal that someone told them that it'll never happen, right. and them going Absolutely. out and getting it yep. and doing it in front of you know whatever their dream goal is. This is right. that equivalent. And it yes, and it and I and I thought about that. I thought it would be different if it was just somebody that goes out once in a while and they got lucky and a big buck came by and they shot it. But man, right. I when I was a taxidermist, I had a pretty flexible schedule. I put some time oh, in the yeah. tree nonstop, man. Well, you Actually, can read those guys, right? For, you can read the guys that go out years. and get lucky, and then oh, you can yeah. read the guys that are dedicated. Yeah. yeah. It's a different hunter, 100% a different hunter. Yep. Yep. Um, those yeah. guys that do that are what I like to call pro hunter syndrome. Yeah. Oh, They're yeah. on top. They think they know everything. You can tell those guys, and it's inexperience yep. is what it is. Exactly. And the guy that's been around the block, that's been through the emotional up and down, like I've been through the down and the up, yep. and our our season as working class bow hunter has been through every emotion this year. Oh, absolutely, and it's a bad. It's yes, the negatives are bad, but they're important because they make you a better yeah. bow hunter. Yeah. Because I'm not going to go in and talk to somebody at the local watering hole and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm you know with the big head." Because yeah. no, motherfucker, yeah. I know I've been there. I've yeah. been low and I've been I've yeah. been high, 
And that's what bow hunting's about. Yeah. And sometimes you ride that high roller coaster like you are, man. And yeah, I've, I've, I've rode both, but you're yeah. at the ultimate high. And I'm yeah, so I pumped for you. Thanks, I, I called Mark because I had, um, if you want to cue the music, because I'll get the, I'll get sentimental. Someone else can pull a <laughs> what about me because that seems to have good luck. Dude, I, um, Mark, I, I, I didn't get to experience it live. Oh, yeah. Damn it. It's the, we don't have just the music. <laughs> I'm not going to play the whole song. That's fine. <laughs> Mark, I didn't get to experience all that uh, all that wonderful, uh, you know, keeping up to date because I was, all right, yeah, that's not going to work. But I just wanted to say that this was, this was kind of cool because I wasn't able to go out hunting my, uh, you know, after my dad's accident, my parents were going to renew their uh, 30th anniversary um, vows and... They were talking about doing it in November. I'm like, nah, don't do that shit. And, you know, my dad fell off the roof, push that back to that Saturday. So, you know, I was like, okay, well, I can't go out hunting. Maybe I might be able to blow off the reception. But get in the church, and I just, I, I like to respect where I'm at. I don't have my phone on me. <laughs> oh, wrong song. Sorry. Well, called Parliament Funkadelic Place. <laughs> but, you know, we, we go through that, and it, it was kind of wild, too, because it was an emotional day for me. You know, it's like seeing... You know what I was like, oh, dude, I almost lost my dad and him and my mom. Like, they're both crying at the altar, and it was a great day. And like, I was like, dude, this day is great, man. I know I didn't get out to go hunt. Um, I wonder how the boys are doing. And my first thought was, man, dude, I hope, uh, I hope like Mark or Gene shoots something. The first picture I see is Gene and you and this buck, and like when you guys were doing the blood oh, thing, yeah, and I go, oh. Fuck, Gene shot something, and then I look and I wasn't like not, not the best Gene or you, but I was like, right. I was like, oh wait, that was Mark. Oh damn, dude! <laughs> and I start going back, and you had already taken the picture. You're kind of bummed now, deep down. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I, I, I want I want Gene to Jesus, Steve. I want Gene to shoot a big monster too, but I was you like, idiot. You know, was, I think we're gonna change the saying to "What about Gene? What about Gene? Uh, what about Steve? We gotta, we gotta help a brother out. Yeah. What about Steve? What about Steve? What about Steve? But, dude, or Gene? Like, the, what about Gene? The coolest thing was Come like on, I, Elmer. What about Elmer? I, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Elmer's glue. Put it together. <laughs> I'm transitioning. I got well. I want to because I want to. I want to bring a really cool point to this about the emotions. You're so doing great. You're doing cut great. Cut me off. You're doing Mofo. great. Yeah. It's still on there. I know, Sam. I still have the sticker on my Steve head. Steve has a WCB sticker on his forehead for good luck. <laughs> After groping Doug's mustache. It's weird. We oh, lost uh, Darren oh. Christian Berry as a friend because of that. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, you might lose me because Doug's mustache might file an allegation, uh, the Matt Lauer of the podcast. But okay, I, did get to, I, I did get to talk to you. Mark afterwards, and uh, come on, man, dude, I want to get sentimental. I can't do it to this. I was gonna jive it up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but what the what the coolest thing was, you know, after you did that, I got to see all the pictures. We saw the live, and I was like, dude, that is the shit. I was so happy for you, and I gave you a couple hours, and I, I wanted to give you a call because yeah. I was like, dude, I know what you went through. I know what you're what you're in now. You know, life is seem seeming to be good. In yep. the first thing, I was like, Mark, congratulations on that buck, and you're like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, man. I'm sorry I didn't come out to your comedy show. It's like oh, the first, yeah. first thing was. you said to me. I was like, "It was what? You're like, yeah, I was going to come out last night. I go, dude, are you are you kidding me? I'm like, I told jokes about aliens and being fat. And I'm like, dude, that was not important. <laughs> but it just goes to show, and, you know, we, we were talking and you were telling me about, you know, when you saw your dad and you just couldn't help but cry. I'm like, right. dude, 
I'm like, I want to cry right now. But like the the fact that you just shot a buck of a lifetime and you were apologizing to me for not seeing me drunk on stage for five minutes, embarrassing myself. Like that's, that's that kind of says something about you as a person. But that was the shit. And to, to be able to hear the story, like I because I had no idea. You know, everyone that was hunting was following it live. I just I was like cut off from the world. I was like, damn it, dude. I wish I could have. I wish I could have been with that. You know, followed that whole journey. But dude, the fact that like I saw it and I saw everything, it was the shit, man. I'm I'm super happy for you. Well, yeah, Eric, I'm super it. happy for you too. I, oh, I thanks, like I don't. Yeah. I I forgot about after Mark shot his. So. <laughs> <laughs> like you shoot this monster. I'm like, dude. I'm like, man. I can't wait to talk about that shit on the podcast. It was like bang bang, and then. Uh, we, I knew we had this super big gap in between. I'm like, Eric's well, just shit. on fire, and then Mark comes in, just pisses on. Yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> I just sat. I would. But the thing is, it's like I don't know. When my buddies kill a deer, I'm so pumped for them that I was just so ecstatic. Like I don't know. It's just well, I feel like a, I got one. You know, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Uh-huh. Like with the OGs, like when they say, "Okay, I got a buck down," right. it's like someone in your family killed a buck, exactly. and like you're yeah. you're there experiencing it with them. Like it's yeah. super exciting. Yeah. Uh, the OGs is like a maybe there's a bunch of groups like this, but I feel like we're a, a real unique group of friends. Whereas like we want to see each other kill big deer. Oh, uh, absolutely. I feel as a lot of people. This is. Maybe in the in- hunting industry as well, but in hunting in general, there's a lot of people that don't want to see other people be successful, yeah. and that's yeah. in life though too. At this, in is. a weird way, right? Sure. Like, it is. Sure. but yeah. I feel like you know, I want to see other people that I'm friends and close with kill big deer. I don't, I don't know other people. If I don't know you, I don't know you. So I don't care what you shoot. But yeah. like the OGs, like if we can all kill good deer, that's a good, that's a good year. Gene and uh, Steve over here. Yeah, you know, who I'm hoping kills a big deer this year, or at least a, a deer. Is Hannah, Trevor's daughter. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, they're Absolutely. going out there and, and Trevor, Absolutely. God, I love that guy to death, dude. He he bow hunts when he can. The guy's a working man. Like, did you get a Snapchats this morning? T- yeah. I woke up yeah. at like five thirty and I get Snapchats hey, from like four yeah. hours ago. I wanna I wanna do when I go back though, because I wanna get the rest of the like I wanna dig into Mark's brain about the feeling though. Like you had texted oh, shit, your dad yeah. and he was on his way out and yeah. that's right. So you got this deer in your hands and we did a gap, but I feel like that was an important conversation yeah. to have in the gap oh, yeah. of this. But like continuing on, like you get to experience the the easy ride out now of the success. Yeah, <laughs> well, oh, yeah. kind of yeah. until you start well, putting work to it. So, yeah. yeah, but that's good work though. That's good I mean, easy work compared to the fifteen year hustle. That's yeah. a good point. Oh yeah, to touch on all those like the OGS comment messenger stuff, man. Everybody who said the nicest things in the world to me, glad you did it, buddy. Congratulations, you deserve it. And it just it meant even way more. You know what I mean? Right. And then all the guys, I want to thank everybody for. You know, commenting on the posts and the pictures that that follow the working class bow hunter because it was so fun to yeah. comment back. I tried to answer everybody on Instagram, <laughs> on Facebook. Yep. I don't care what it takes. I'm going to say thank you because it's like your you 50th know. birthday. Yeah, it's, yeah, it was, it's yeah, coming up, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was it was amazing. So then. You know, I sent you guys like one picture of one side of the rack and yep. one side of the L- other. Little side of the teaser, rack. little teaser. Yep. I'm like, are you ready? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're killing me in that chat. I was yeah, like, like, oh, come on, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> quit, quit screwing around, Mark. <laughs> Hurry up, I gotta go to work, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so anyway, I uh, 
I ended up, you know, I'm, I got a tractor with a bucket, so I'm, I'm pretty lucky. I knew oh, that I wasn't right. going to sell. Now, it. now, now nice. hold on. Yeah, now, that's why they call me money bags. Let's pump the brakes. <laughs> that's why they call I, me Eric's out of here, I'm dude. Eric's <laughs> literally leaving, dude. Screw your bucket. Yeah, me and Eric had to drag his buck all the way to the truck. Yeah, I have yeah. tractor. <laughs> Will Hall, just call. <laughs> just call. <laughs> so anyway, oh, Eric really left. Okay, on purpose, well. I didn't send my dad a picture, and I didn't send my buddy Mike a picture. I texted him saying I shot a good one. Oh, hell. You know, I'm, uh, fi- you know, a little bit ago, I'm getting down. He's like, I'm on my way. He didn't even say, I'll be right there. Oh, cool, man. And he's like, I'm on my way. And I'm like, yes. That was my answer to him. Yes, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so I set my bag down. I walk out. I got a long walk. I got to walk all the way up to the truck at the road. And all the way to the house. Yeah, all the way to the house. <laughs> Uphill both ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He, it sucked because he had to walk 3,500 yeah. feet back just when he could be out of range of his I, remote I, I start. I was so ex- <laughs> yeah, I think I was so excited I flew all the way back. <laughs> and then I drove home and... Of course, by that time, my dad was already getting there, and then my buddy Mike was there, and so I started kind of telling him what happened, and and I said, I I didn't send you a picture, did I? And I, my brain's warped right now; I can't even think of what I've done. And they're like, No, and I'm like, Good, then I'm not even tell you what it is. I'm just going to tell you that you you need to get in the truck and follow me, and I'm going to take the tractor, and we're going to go get him. So anyway, oh, I got, all right, I remember that snap. Yeah, okay, I yeah, snap, I, I remember that I Snapchat, Snapchat now. Right. My dad was in front of me, and I'm on the track. We're going to get my bug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got that Snapchat after, like, like, way after later. Everything, oh, yeah. really? Yeah, oh, so okay. I was like, what the hell is this? Like, yeah. I didn't know what was going <laughs> on. Because it was after, and like, we knew what happened. Yeah, I remember getting that Snapchat. I'm like, where the hell is it? What is he doing? I know. Work? Why is Mark driving his tractor down the road? <laughs> Take a damn break, Anyways, dude. So, I yeah. thought he was so excited. He just yeah. He just drive drive his tractor. <laughs> dude, he put it in the bucket and was driving <laughs> yeah. it up and down the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> look at this sorry sack of shit. Look what I shot. You guys still hunting? Parade. <laughs> oh, you're still, still hunting? But, <laughs> right. Hey, still hunting? Buck in the bucket. What's up? <laughs> oh, crap. So anyway, we go down to the woods, make a long story short. My dad and my buddy Mike walk in and... You know, I'm texting my son, too. I forgot that. I'm texting my son. Dude, I just had a big one. And he's sleeping because he's 22 years old. <laughs> out till 4 in the morning. Oh, cut friends. him a break. He's a first-year apprentice. Yeah, cut him a second, break. He's second. He's a se- wait, yeah. already? Yep. So wow, where he's not answering, ago? so I really want my son to go with me, too. You know, I'm super bummed out that he's not going to go to get the recovery. But I'm not letting coyotes get it. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I got to go. And so we go back there, and they walk up, and they're like, I kind of covered the deer with my arms because I got to it first. And I'm like, are you ready? And they're like, yeah, get the hell out of the way. (laughs) So I'm like, I move my arms and back away. And they're like, oh, good Lord. (laughs) Like, what did you do? Dude, that thing's huge. And I'm like, right, he's a hammer, ain't he? (laughs) They're like, oh, my God, my dad's crapping, you know. It it was just awesome, you know. And so I also – stepped back and i'm like i want to get you guys in some pictures and my dad's like no you're the one that shot the deer you get in the pictures i'm like no that's not what i'm after dude you know like right i didn't say it that way but i'm like no no you don't get it in the moment photos yeah i want you guys in this with me so this guy shoots the biggest deer ever and he wants everybody else to experience it more than him (laughs) god love money bags mark deer like this don't come around man you gotta save that moment exactly so i backed off without saying anything why those guys were up there checking it out and I walked around and took some different angle pictures of my dad and my buddy around it. So we'd have memories and to remember that we all did this together. Yeah. Know? So what's that? I said that's cool. 
it's so I, I, and I want to so for everybody who's who's listening, um, you know, and we're hearing about this big deer. It's not a really typical deer. It's got nasty stuff everywhere. Can it's the you kinda, opposite. It is yeah. the exact opposite. Can you kind of describe if you haven't seen it on Facebook or anything? Can you describe yeah. what the hell is going on with this thing? It it looks wild. Yeah. So I, like I said, I get not up, farm raised wild. Yeah, I get up to it <laughs> and I see the typical side. And it's just got points everywhere. Is that like, what side was up? That's the right side was up. Okay. Yeah, the His typical side, side was down in the leaves. So when yeah, because you sent that picture. Yeah, we yeah. Did, I, I couldn't even see the freak side. Right. Like, yeah, oh, that's a stud. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I, where was I? Crap, lost it. Lost my train of thought. Um, oh, what is he? Uh. Okay. So I start looking at that side, and I, I pick up the deer, and I start counting them. And I'm like, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. He's got 13 <laughs> points. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> got character everywhere. So the right side is just a giant long main beam, mass all the way out. He's got, uh, at the look, one, well, the brow tine. Two, He's sitting in the studio, three, by the way, everyone. Four, five, oh, he doesn't have his glasses six. on anymore. He's got six main tines, and he's got another little sticker behind it. Between his G2 and G3, there's two points, a little short one, and another, like a big old six or seven inch dagger on the inside. And then the very last one, two, three, four, the G5, I guess you would call it. Looks like it got damaged in velvet, and it's kind of wavy, and it's got a little hole in the top and bottom of it like it got poked by a stick or something and it split in half that tine splits in half and looks like a deer hoof or a couple of flames it does look like a flame yeah it's sweet it's so character it's the the character is just sweet on the right side so then you go to the left side and i picked it up and looked at it and i'm like oh my god that is the most non-typical giant thing i've ever seen you know (laughs) other than on tv or whatever it's a big one and I start looking at it, and I'm like, that, it's got, like, it looks like it has three main beams on the left side. And they're just giant, long, heavy, massive points. Yep. The lowest one that curls in is 12 and a half inches or something. Yeah. Don't, don't give too yeah. much away here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. 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 Get your calculator whoa. out. Put the brakes yeah. on. Put the Uh-oh, brakes people on. are starting to see that, and they're like, yeah. anatomically correct. <laughs> yeah. So anyway... <laughs> the left side is a giant, not typical, and it's got one, two, three, four, five points, I think. Right? With one, it well, broke off it, with a monster and, it, and, and it broke off. Yeah, and a like, monster one broke off the backside. So, yeah. That is the freakiest thing I've ever it seen, is, I think, yeah. in person. I got the yeah. honors of taking the tape to it last night. Yeah, yeah. Um, what color was the tape? And I, it was not orange. <laughs> and, uh, we've talked about it before. I'm a measure for the Pope and Young Club. I've measured a lot of deer, so I went over and Slapped a green score on this unit. Yep. And uh, this was one of the more challenging deer I've ever measured, man. It was. It, which is a good thing, right? You yeah. Know? Yeah. And it's, uh, man, you almost have to break down because I, I don't think a lot, a lot of people don't realize this. Every deer, no matter how wacky it is, has to have a typical score. Correct. Every deer has a typical frame and abnormal points or non-typical points. That's an addition to mm. the typical score. Yep. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. Yeah. You know, every deer has a typical gross and net score. Then you add the E category, which is abnormal points, mm-hmm. and boom, that gives you your, your yep. non-typical score. Yeah, so we won't say the score because of the contest, but we uh-huh. had fun. and we, we It were, sucks we can't. Yeah, I, I'm I know. I'm kind of mad I about know, it. I know, me too. I'm not liking it no more either. <laughs> well, here's the – when we uh, – 
when, when rules the, are rules. The first yeah. time, the, the first time I got <laughs> rules that, are meant to be that broken. It's over right now. <laughs> exactly. Well, the first time I got I got to see it. You know, we were in the studio. We heard you come in. You were talking to Sam for a while, and I walk out and it was like dark. And you handed to me. I'm like, oh my god. I'm looking at this, and the first thing I notice is on his on his left side. I go, dude, what the hell's going on with this pedicle back here? Yeah. I'm like, was this thing gonna fall off? And you're like, oh, dear. You're like. You know, it was one of those things you're like, you know, because you can see from the front, it looks like it's a pedicle, but it's like smooth. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, man, that thing might have got damaged. And I'm looking at it, and it just looks nasty. Like, it's just, it's feel like it's not going to fall off. Yeah, part of his skull and part of the pedicle on the left side is just almost twice the size of the other one, probably. And it's sticking way down off the side of his head more compared to what it should be. And it's just a giant pedicle. It almost looks like it's fused to the antler. Like, there's no... There's no beadwork that hangs and sticks it's out. Almost like it either would have shed part, of, like almost half of his skull, or it wouldn't have shed at all. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's crazy looking. Gnarly. So I'm guessing he had an injury at some point, and it put up, pumped all those nutrients there. Yeah. To heal the wound, you know, just like our body tries to attack things that are attacking it. So yep. I think that the, you know, all that energy went to fixing that <clears throat> spot and the nutrients, so it just grew freak villa. On that See, side. that's another interesting point you bring up because. You thought this deer was four and a half. Yeah. And I guessed this deer at five and a half. Mm-hmm. I, and his body, yes, I see why you guessed four and a half. Yeah. I guessed five and a half because of the rack, which right. is not always true. It's not. Right. right. But I guess five and a half, you guess four and a half, and you're going to have this deer age. Correct? Yes. So yep. this will be a fun thing to do. Yeah. Like, we'll have yeah. to let them make a bet. Yep. Anybody else? You guys think, what do you guys think on age? The rest of the studio in here. Five. Doug says five. Doug says five. I'm yep. thinking four and a half. Yeah. Eric says four and a half. He just copies Mark because Mark knows more. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, man. I'm Steve, going, let's see what Steve's got to say. Going on two and a half. Yeah, I'm going yeah. off of uh, information 12. that I've seen on other Facebook lives. He was Four. way out of his territory. I'm saying this is a monster three and a half year old. Oh yeah. I'm gonna either go. He's five <laughs> or he's like ten. Something <laughs> so. crazy. Five or ten, huh? Yeah, I yeah. I, I don't know. You know I what mean. I mean? Yeah. Like I, some old deer look like young deer, but they're just right. worn thin. Well, by looking at his teeth, he's not ten. So he's, I know that. Much. Yeah, his teeth look kind of like you know, his I, teeth. I tell me more. What, what, what if he just took teeth. care? What if he just took care of his teeth? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he ate carrots. What's yeah. up? Yeah. He had a great dentist. <laughs> I will agree with you there. Where the hell he was? He probably escaped from the <laughs> game farm and came right over to you. You yeah, dated a dental hygienist. <laughs> I, I do. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why he healed so good. Like the yeah. dentist and his wife's an anesthesiologist. So hey, I can fix uh, cavities and teeth. I can uh, sew up a hernia. Yeah. So when I skinned him out, okay. So when I saw his body first. I thought, you know, it's got to be four and a half. That's so judgmental. His not, teeth do say four and a half yeah, to me. But then you look you look at his body and think four and a half. Then you look at his rack and you think, oh, my God, there's no way that's only four and a half. It's got mass all the way out. It's just a freak, and it's giant. There's no way it can be four and a half. And then I skinned the deer out, and there's not an ounce of fat. I mean, that skin was stuck to the muscle. Things just running? Yeah, just been running and running. And, you know, they say they lose, uh, I might say the wrong number. 20%? Like 15 to 20% of their body weight. That's what I heard, too. Good job, like Steve. That. Holy shit. Yeah, wow. wow. I was going to shoot you with the wow, shotgun, Steve. but you're doing good. Dude, no, that's what I heard, too. <laughs> Kurt was ready to push the button. He's still yeah. got a sticker on his forehead. Yeah. Wait, no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll ruin it, though. I mean, do you think he was just, like, like really big and freakish for, like, young? You know, like, he was, like, the Lenny. 
from like a mice and men. Just like, okay, there it is. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Sorry, I had there to ruin it. There there's, no, there's no way I could just get flawless. So I was back and forth about the four and the five. You know, I'm like, well, he's huge enough in the rack, and, and he could be worn down. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he could be five and a half. But then I started cleaning the skull, and I started looking at the teeth, and I'm like... If he's five and a half, you, could, you mount my buck for free. Yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> what do I get? Yeah, here, what, what about me? me? <laughs> hey, Mark, let, let, me, let me ask you this, um, because I just I, I took a peek at it. Do you think at one point, because um, I'm just looking at how that pedicle drops down, do you think at one point he broke that? Yeah, I think he had some kind of pedicle skull injury. And it just grew. And it just added calcium and minerals to there to heal. So do you think it just exploded? Right. And so it like just boom. Like it yeah. broke down. That's why it's so wide because it was so loose, but it had room to expand. Mm-hmm. And do you think maybe that could have made him look a little older than he actually is? Because you know you get an injury like like when Ric Flair went to the hospital. Dude, that guy went in looking like 67, came out looking like 87. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, you get a big injury, that's going to put he age on you. He needs some milk. <laughs> hey, he, got, <laughs> he does need some milk. So, yeah. But, I, yeah, do you, do you think maybe he had a catastrophic injury? That, yeah. Well, not catastrophic because yeah. he's still alive. Um, what's yeah, a, something, what's something a big, happened to big him? Word. Some, some, something happened to him, in my opinion. I don't know what. I didn't see any leg injuries. I didn't see any... Anything, you know, or anything, anything crazy, crazy or anything? Any emotional nope. scars? Was he listening to Drake or? <laughs> nope, he's health, <laughs> healthy as can be. Mark's like, I don't get that joke. But moves yeah, right yeah, along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right yeah. along. Because yeah. it's just curious. So to let's me. talk about. I'm you, Steve may have cut you off from a previous point, and I'm going to cut Steve back off. So if you if you remember what it is, cut me off. Okay. But I taped this buck last night, mm-hmm. and I also I entered a deer for another guy, uh, one of your customers. Yep, right. uh, great buck. Uh, one uh, 160 inch 160 class. I guess. Yeah, he's a listener to the podcast, right? Yeah, right. He does Super. listen. Big awesome. shout out to him. Thanks for listening, buddy. Yep. Congrats to you. Yeah, shout a good stud. Yep. So we got that buck entered, and then uh, we taped this boy. And what we did is this buck is not the common buck. And if you guys are listening to this podcast and you don't follow us on Facebook or Instagram, go there now and look. At, you should have went there halfway through this episode to see this deer to understand what we're talking about. Yeah. It's not an easy buck to guess. No, his uh-uh. typical frame is not there like you normally yeah. think on a buck. He's uh, this buck challenges everything you know about guessing scores. Yep. And so what we did was, I took my notepad from my measuring briefcase, which is beautiful, by the way. It is. It's awesome. It I comment on it every time you pull it out. <laughs> and we guessed what we think it would go right. net in the book, and then inch like gross total, total gross. And we all wrote down. We wrote down. All three of us wrote down scores, yep. and I was way low. I'll say that. <laughs> yep. And I can't remember if you were. I was pretty close. You were pretty I close. Was pretty close. I wanted to go more because I really wanted to believe that I was right with what I was seeing. But I always try to keep it a little bit lower because I know how they go down. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. we got to be careful here because you know I don't yeah, want to say right. it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I would trying to. Yeah, I think I would have guessed it around. What it scored, because I was comparing it to mine already. Yeah, and and that's what I mean. That had massive long times on there. That's what gave me the key. Is I started thinking of different people that had shot different deer and (coughs) knew what they scored. So I'm like, "Eh, no, I think this is you know, yeah, this is this. But the way that the way that you told me you were gonna measure it, I remember we were looking in the chat and you you were able to you know screenshot. And put different colors on where you thought maybe the main beam was going to be because, as, and I feel like say, I ended up being correct. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. as you say, yeah. you know, every deer has to have a typical yeah. frame. You know, when you look at it, I, I where you went and you know, just kind of where I'm looking that, you know, the the, the one 
Would you, would you even call those drop tines? I'm like, what do you? No. In my opinion, those? they're they're. He's got triple main beam. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. the triple main the beam. third main beam almost it's looks insane. like it would be mm-hmm. where that mm-hmm. main beam mm-hmm. is. But you look at how the you know how the first two are based, and it's just it's such a goofy yeah. thing. That's you what know? I was thinking too. We were chatting back and forth, and I'm like, I think that this is the main beam, and these are just giant. Abnormal points. Yeah, we yeah. all kind of agree. But they really look <laughs> what like they really well, look like thinking. main beams. It really right. looks like three main beams. Yeah, it does. It does. And you could, I feel like you could safely call it that because you know if you look at a Pope and Youngboot and Crockett scoring system score sheet, there's one main beam measurement per side, yep. and yeah. the rest is that's what it is. It's a big abnormal point. Right. And, and you know the thing is when we were looking at it, I'm like, okay, you got to kind of look at it in a way. Where, yes, every deer has its typical frame. Some deer, yes, are unscorable. Some deer cannot be scored yeah. because you can't distinguish. Right. Like, there's that, what's that one buck? They call it, like, the, I remember reading it and. Uh, the barnacle buck? No. That might be it. No, no, not that one. It's, um oh, shit, let me try and pull it up here. It was in North American Whitetail, um, Freaky Bucks or whatever the hell it was. Um, see if you can pull that up. North American Whitetail. Freaks or something like that. Whitetail freaks. Or, uh, is it the Sammy Walker book? It's this old magazine they put out with all these. Yeah, let me see it. Or is it that one? Yep, it's that deer. Okay. That deer is unscorable. What deer is that? It's called the Sammy Walker buck. What he looks like? He looks like a uh, an old uh, Hollywood director who had a toupee fly out <laughs> after he just got accused <laughs> of uh, being picture? a little too rough. Yeah, show the <laughs> photo. Yeah, uh, pull up uh, here, you Kurt. Pull up the Sammy Walker buck. You'll get more of an. Uh, <laughs> I remember reading because I have the legendary Whitetails books, yeah. the one and two edition, where yeah. it talks about all these just these bucks that went down as legends and tells the oh, backstory. Well, and there's like Kentucky. All right, Kentucky freak looks like what happens if you pour. More uh, molten lava into super cold water is <laughs> the best way I can describe that. I mean, so there's a, there's a shitload of them. Like there's here's the uh, the Sammy Walker buck. See yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh, the Louisiana yeah. freak. This yeah. deer cannot be scored. It doesn't have yeah. a typical frame. Yeah. Dude, if you um, find Jesus. that shed, you're thinking, yeah, this is. I remember just reading rubbish. the story. It's been years since I read this story, but the guy was like. I thought it was some sort of like goat or sheep or something yeah. when it walked out. Like it just didn't look. It doesn't. I mean, heck, what the hell That's is insane. that? Yeah. What do you What do you think? Like does think of that? It's you know, a, how, like it's got like an arm. It's do, damaged pedicle is what that is. Do you yeah. think he's able to breed? Do you think like chicks are like, yeah, he's kind of studly, but he's kind of slow. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> what do you think? I lost my train of thought. So we yeah. had to we had to distinguish a typical frame right. on this deer, yep. and uh, there's ways that you can measure this deer to where. If you're incorrect, you can really damage the score on this buck. And and mm-hmm. people are thinking, well, score is bullshit. It is. I, I get yeah, it. I get it. What it you're is. saying, it is. But it's cool to have a number. There's a total inches gross score on this right. deer, which that's awesome. Right. Um, there's both. However, you want to look at it. Which now Pope and Young is listing, I believe, gross and net, mm. which Nets is cool. Are fishing. That's cool. Yeah. They so are. we just we looked at it. Yeah. And got I'm here. a measure, and I guess I didn't even realize it until Doug was reading through the the Pope and Young magazine the ethic which is a great magazine um hey they shared our stuff on facebook yeah, yeah. good for them they like their bison i love the pope and young club man if you guys are wanting to support bow hunting and the ethics check out the pope and young club yeah. they they are awesome it man. is a, i've it, been a member since 2009 and i've been a measure since 2010 it yeah. is it is a it, it like pope and young is great and I, I know there's a lot of guys out there are you that a member are, eric you were weren't you oh yeah i still am you still remember yeah, yeah, you, remember, you, yeah you? no you made me uh send my money in okay doug are you a member I don't believe so. You better join. 
He doesn't believe in it. Mark, I'm going to be a member again. <laughs> I, think, I think. Once you get your drying period up, enter <laughs> yeah, then. Join that's the, true. You know, that's it, true. I think, anyway. Um, you will yeah, be. Yeah, I was. The first year I ever joined was 1998 when I shot that big one. So, yeah, I've always. I And I did it for like three or four years after that. And, Rocco's and Modern so, Life was still on TV. And then I. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> So yeah, I've always, always been a big fan. You know, love the Pope and Young Club. Yeah, it's you know. hard to it's hard. You can't say anything negative about them. And no, absolutely. but they it's do great accept Wyden Knox and everything now. So it's yeah. great to have that standard because without that, <laughs> dude, I, you know, I heard some some guys talking about, oh, well, this is this is total inches, and they were just everything like they just totaled it, and I'm like, that's fine, you know. But at some point, you know, we got we have to have a standard. Oh, which is absolutely you have, great. Yeah, you got to have a standard. If for, you don't meet that you know, standard, everything. it's not a problem. Like you well, I'm, shoot, I'm you, confused by what you're saying. So, I missed. I must miss something because uh, you weren't paying attention. No, I was a standard. You're saying is like you're talking about like a net score. Yeah, no the the, the Pope and Young standard to get into the Pope and Young like yeah, a there's Pope a minimum Young, like a Pope and Young standard. I, there's a minimum. Yeah, we've talked about it on the podcast the 125. Yeah, 155 for non-typical. Exactly, it was a 155 for non-typical, but. You know, it's not to say that, you know, sometimes you shoot a deer that's massive. Sometimes it might not get in. Thing, sometimes the point I think it, you're it, trying to make is, and maybe I'm wrong, it's the the minimum scores, yes, guys are like, well, screw the net. I, I, I get that point of view. I do get it. And the gross score is what the deer is. That's what's there. The net score is is also good because that's what determines what the perfect deer looks like. Right. Um, and then... Abnormal points, non-typical, is what's badass because 15 inches or more puts of abnormal puts that deer into the non-typical category, and that makes a deer uniquely non-typical and a very unique animal. They're not real common. Right. Yeah. But the cool thing about net minimum scores of 125, 155 is that creates better management, mm-hmm. and that's just the club's not a law. That's not anything like that. That's just it's a nationwide thing in North America where – a guy could see a typical deer and be like, he's not netting 25. I'm going to pass that deer. Let that deer go another year. And that benefits the herd and the quality of animal. Absolutely. And anyone that can be like, if you're an anti-hunter and first club you attack is Pope and Young or Boone and Crockett, fuck you because you're doing the total opposite. Because <laughs> that's what that's, you got to say. That's, fuck making, because. <laughs> that's making selective hunters because right. someone that is a measure or a member of the Pope and Young Club that's striving to kill a record book animal is not going to shoot a first-year deer, a second-year, maybe not a third-year deer, but a four, five, six, seven, and and so on deer because they're going to beat their personal best or try and get into the record book at higher scores. And everyone can have their point of view on the net score, which that's fine, or what growth score or whatever, but the record program to me is a very beneficial thing to the deer herd yeah. and to hunters as a whole. Yes, a deer hunters can have the pro hunter syndrome with the ego, uh-huh. but the majority of us are pretty awesome. And the Pope and Young is a good club. Yeah. And it's I, that, forty bucks yeah. a year, you get two magazine subscriptions, and you get to be something great for the greater good of bow hunting. So, and that's what. Yeah, uh, sorry, I know, went on I, a rant, but I kind of had to make my case. No, there. you're good because I I think there has to be a standard. You know, at some point we have to say as hunters, dude, look. This should probably be what you're after for the benefit of, you know, if you sit here and tell me, nah, man, I want to do this. Um, I want to get my kids in the outdoors. We're sitting there blowing away four corn bucks. You know, it's well, it's fine to do it here in like a couple it, of years. But yeah, every it's fine to do it. But like, if you do that shit every year, I mean, it's nice having standards. 
something that to strive for. Hey, you're not always going to live up to standards. So, like, don't sit here and be like, well, Steve said that to this No, if you see a buck and it goes back to the, if your heart starts racing, shoot that damn deer. But, Absolutely. like, if you know a standard in the back of your heart, like, you see a buck come out and you're like, and you start questioning him, maybe don't shoot that deer. If he hangs out long enough and you can decide then. But as long as you have a standard to go off of, your I think that goal, is a good thing. personal goals and your emotional thing. state yeah. of mind. Yeah, yeah, so if your personal goals can meet a nice standard, which I, I, I don't think that Pope and Young are unreasonable at all. No, not I for think typical, this, especially. Yeah. The standards they put out. That's a good standard. That's right where yeah. it needs yeah. to be. The non-typical, I get. pretty nasty. It's <laughs> tough. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. I'll admit that. You know, you look at a yeah. non-typical buck, you know, you look yeah. at it, and it's like you, you see the score of the total inches, and then you see what it is. Hey, you know, it, it it is what it is. That standard has to be there, not to say, like, if you uh, were to see the Kentucky buck or the, uh, the Sammy Walker buck, Shoot that fucker! Oh, you know? oh, I can still figure out a way to measure that deer. Yeah, yeah. No, it, I could uh, give yeah. you a total inches, like well, almost you couldn't technically because you're yeah. never going to get the mass and the girth. Yeah, of dude, what, you might get a negative buck at that point. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to almost like yeah. There's no inside spread. There's no main beam measurement, right. but I can measure every point. Uh, you're not going to get any circumference measurements out of could them. Could you imagine no. your deductions like that? Can t- like that, Sammy Walker? Like, yeah, cool. You shot a negative thirty-five inch buck. You know what I mean? <laughs> It just it wouldn't be a negative because there's no typical score to go off. Oh, so of. you don't do typical? Okay, so yeah, because it couldn't be aren't... negative. You would just be like, well, "This is what here, inches here's I your measure. total inches." Yeah, the your bo- total inches. You can't. Bottom, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the bottom line of the whole, the whole Pope and Young thing is there's a million people out there who said they wouldn't give a crap. You can't eat antlers. You're you're up and down the spectrum with where you are in your hunting career experience. <coughs> you know, journey. Yep. Everybody's different. Start out. I let my boy shoot little bucks when he started out. I want him to have fun. You know, he's got to stay interested. And I'm not going to put a 150 inch minimum restriction on a first right. year kid. Exactly. So, if you were a good father, you would have. Yeah. And then every year, every year he's got to graduate. So you know, you, it's kind of where you evolve in your hunting career, whether you want to shoot him or not, whether you don't care if it's just you're out there to kill meat, you can't eat horns. Who cares? So it's up and down the spectrum, but. If you get to a point in your experience where you want to just shoot deer that are going to make book or you're going to let them grow. A nice mature know, deer. Yeah. Then Pope and Young is a big deal to people who really care about that. And you should never bash them because, oh, they just care about the damn score and your trophy hunting. Because they hunting. are supporting hunting. Yep. And it's The public it lands big, movement exactly. to keep lands public. They're all so, involved in that. People, it's not just whitetails, guys. Yep. It's... It's everything. It's Hunt how you want, but don't bash somebody who's trying to do something good, whether it matters, you know. If I'm if I'm going to be a little baby about it, I'd be like, well, screw the Pope and Young Club. I never kill anything good enough to go in that club. Screw them. Those are just big, rich people that get to kill, yeah. you know. Yeah. But why would I ever do that? No, they have my respect. Yeah, That's my sure. desire to get into It's a club. very professional club, and, and ethics are number one. Yeah, and when you we were talking about... It's the number one magazine. Out, you won't see Chris Brackett or Bill Busbis in a Pope yeah. Young Museum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, When not we anymore. were out in the yard doing that video, and you said something about it, it was just a giant or something about score, and I literally just came right off my tongue. I'm like, I don't even care what he scores. Absolutely. And you hear people say that on TV, and you're like, yeah, right, you care. But I finally realized that what they're saying, because I finally actually did it, 
I don't care. I was so happy. I love this deer. Yep. And I reached down and hugged him and kissed him and said, thanks for coming by. I mean, I was so happy that yeah, I didn't What side care. of town do you shoot him yeah, on again? <laughs> I did not care what he scored. Illinois, definitely. But deep down oh, inside, shut up. <laughs> you know, deep down inside, I want to see what class deer it is. Yep. You know, but I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not no big, a big buck killer every year and, you know, so I don't. It doesn't really. It might not, be now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It might start a roller coaster right here. <laughs> the ice you know, my, is broken. My my yeah. first thing, and and maybe this is just because I, you know, we we podcast every week have since we started. There's something in me that I saw the deer that you killed. I was like, man, that thing is a giant. And the first thing I saw when I like I saw that side, I go, oh, that's gonna hurt a score. But that's not a bad thing that I thought that way. It was like, I'm glad he shot that, but I was like, dude, that you know kind of makes you think. Yeah. What kind of deer do you do you really want to shoot? You know, do you want to shoot non typical or like, what would be a better deer for you to shoot? And we do this in the rapid fire, but it's like, right. Again, it's experience, like your experience. I mean, I, I think you had no choice. You see a deer like that running through oh, your property. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got to shoot it, but. You know, you put yourself in a, in a position, and we do always ask this, and I, I'd like to hear from all you guys. You know, if you want to reach out to social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, workingclassboner at gmail.com. I mean, if you knew there was two deer on the farm, let's say, um, you know, a monster, non-typical, or there's like a 160-inch eight-pointer, which is a monster, which one do you think you want to put on your wall more? Which one would you hunt harder for? If you knew that they were hanging out in two areas, which one are you going to? I mean, again, we ask that rapid fire, but I'm curious as what you guys what you guys think. I would like one big giant ten pointer. Why didn't or you a let it play? Pointer. Yeah, typical twelve pointer. Yeah, typical twelve pointer. Those are but badass looking. I guess if I had to choose one or the other, I like a big nasty freaky, just like this. Well, usually, yeah. when, I mean, <laughs> usually when you ask someone to shoot like a non-typical, they're thinking you know double drop tines. Yeah, you hardly ever see a triple main beam yeah, side. Right, like, that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's true. Like you hardly even ever think of that. Yeah. So that, that's that's just awesome. Yeah, and it, it doesn't. Yeah, it's this crazy. one doesn't look like the. Your typical non typical, I guess. It's not a. It's not one of the crazy super freak. You know, holding the horn buck. That's once every hundred year type of deer. Yeah, yeah. And see, I don't really love those. I'd rather shoot a giant typical than those ones that just got a main beam that come out and the end of them just goes stickers all just over shit, it. Yeah. Just I don't everywhere. really like that. It kind of looks shit weird. shit everywhere. Right? Yeah. I'd rather right. have something that's more unique like the triple main beam. Oh, yeah. For to sure. To me, that's sure. way cooler. There you so. go. Well, I think, boys, this has been a good episode. Yeah. Well, you know about our giveaways, that song that you just heard, what movie, what Nickelodeon movie was this song in? And I'll send you some stickers if you can guess right. Hopefully it's actually playing on the recording. Yeah, um, it is. I have this band tattooed on my chest. I'd like to say one more there. thing. If yeah, I said it. I'd like to say thanks again for all my friends and everybody who commented on Facebook and Instagram and said nice words to Specifically me. Specifically which friends? Made, I'm just curious. It made, it made everything, to, it meant everything to you. You deserved it, Mark. Totally. Yeah, awesome. Thank yeah. you. You're a killer. If I, could just hand, if I could handpick someone to shoot a deer like this, it would be you, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate They're, it. All the guys at work I've shown uh, I've shown that buck to, like, they, they, there's been a couple times where I've been walking across the parking lot like, hey, you got any more pictures of that deer that Mark shot? And I'm like, 
Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I showed him. I, I showed him when you, you showed me the uh, skull, and I, uh, I talked to a couple guys about. it. I'm like, dude, and this is before I knew the measurement. I'm like, dude, I, I don't know what this is going to measure out because it's goofy looking. Yeah. And it's awesome, and yeah. everybody's just like. Yep, oh uh, man! Thank God that guy needs it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll, we'll announce the score here within a week. We'll talk about it on next week's podcast. I'm sure we got a lot coming up. We're going to keep hustling. Oh, congrats to Eric too. Yeah, you deserve I, it I, too, I, I Eric. To oh yeah, uh, you deserve it too, Eric. You, say, uh, you got to drown out, Eric. March over there, uh, stealing the spotlight. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Hey. You, I, I forgot you <laughs> shot the biggest deer of your life too. Jesus Christ! Yeah, we both shot the biggest deer of our life this Hey, hey, watch out next year. Eric, I'm calling it. Watch out. We did Ooh. figure out which Ooh. state gets the bigger deer, though. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you first sent that picture of it laying down, I was like, ooh. And then you sent the picture of it in the air, and I was like, fuck. Yep. Which, uh, <laughs> hey, which, like, hey, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Uh, God bless it. Which, which state got more airtime talking about their deer tonight? <laughs> We got more time. Go ahead. Eric. I had an episode on mine though. Yeah, that's What's right. up? What's that's up? Right. Well, to be fair, Doug did essentially kill both those deer for you because he killed his deer and hung his stand. Uh, I'm just a good guy. And, also, and drug, <laughs> and, and drug it out. Yeah, drug but it hey, out. but hey, is any deer bigger than Marv's? No. Nope. Well, <laughs> Never. <should. would've>. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. All right. Everyone. We got to say something about the hats too, quick before. We oh, get I will. Out. Oh, I will. Okay. Everyone, thanks for listening. The hats are the new hats. The killing caps are on pre-order. It's the Richardson Realtree Extra Brown Camo with the red light logo embroidered on the front left of the hat. Boom. They're 20 bucks. They don't have the workingclassboner.com on the back. Uh-huh. That makes it a little cheaper. Not shipped. 20 bucks plus shipping. <laughs> Get on there. We're and trying. Handling. That's the best way to support our show is buy merch. We're hustling out just like anybody else would try. We're working class. we got a lot coming up. We will be at ATA Show this year. If We'll actually be podcasting at ATA Show so if you are going to be there with uh, whoever, a bow shop, a company, or whatever, come say hi. If we got time, we'll podcast. We're going to have fun. We'll be hanging out. We're at the Holiday Inn right downtown. Dude, we might go try and crash. Uh, what's the High Country Mountain? What's the uh, other podcast? Uh, High the, Country Mountain. What, what's the Western podcast? What are those? Dudes? Oh, Gritty Bowman. Dude, we'll try and crash our podcast. <laughs> That's not going to go over well. Yeah, Those guys no. are all mountain ops joggers and runners and rock throwers. Dude, <laughs> I'm a real one, though. So. They spit and throw rocks like real men. We're just from Illinois. I'm a real one. I'll drink a mountain ops drink. Now, what? will come by and say hi. Yeah. Well, we should. I, I did <laughs> anyway, we'll be there. We have a good time. Um, I think that's what I'm going to close it out. I will uh, just say this. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at that Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.